If you're in the market for a new home, you might think that real estate agents are just for the seller. But buyers with real estate agents are smart shoppers, and the seller pays the commission. But buyers beware. Before you choose an agent, read our story. Choose agent carefully before buying a house when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are broadcasting a very special edition of the Money Pit today from Boston, Massachusetts. We're at AARP's Life at 50 Plus event. And there are all kinds of things going on here to help Americans stay safer, more comfortable, and more secure at any age, but particularly as they get older. Yeah, and this is a great event. There are hundreds and hundreds of exhibitors here highlighting cutting-edge technologies, travel and leisure, entertainment, food, you name it, it is all here. And we are here focusing on what you can do to help your parents or even yourselves in your own home, whether it's making them more comfortable in their home or if they're moving into your home with you to help you adapt your own space. There are really tons of things that you can do to make life easier for everyone involved of all ages. And I'm really impressed with all of the uh, exhibitors here uh, exhibi exhibiting all of the new technologies mm -hmm. that make living in your home longer so much more possible. Oh yeah, and it really is truly possible and it's interesting because the AARP has found that more and more people just want to stay where they are. They love their communities. And that's what we're talking about. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about the so-called sandwich generation, Americans who are caring for children and parents at the same time. That's exactly where I am. Yeah. Many of you are taking in aging parents. This was common a few generations ago and it's an arrangement that's making a big comeback we're going to talk about how to adjust your home and lifestyle to make those changes. Yeah, and it's nice because you get the built-in babysitter, so it all works well, and it's people you can trust. Also ahead, we're going to tell you how to make your water heater work for you and not against you, and why tankless water heaters are the best way to save energy and money and to stay safe in your own home. And we're going to tell you why you should be getting your house ready right now for the winter to avoid major problems later on. It may seem like winter's a long way off, but this is actually the perfect time of year to get your home ready for that winter weather. Plus, we here at the Money Pit, we love to give away prizes, and we're giving away a blower vac from Homelight. It's worth $99, and this tool is all you need for your upcoming fall cleanup, which is bound to happen almost instantaneously. So call us right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. We want to talk about your home improvement projects. We want to talk about your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Soup to nuts, floorboards to shingles, 888-666-3974. We're going to start with John, who's got a question about grout. Hey, John. Hi, yes, I have a, uh, a grout problem. I, I have a kitchen floor. It's high traffic. I put in the tile myself. I put in the grout myself, and okay. I put a Teflon sealer over it. That was and good. It never seemed to work. It stains hmm. up and it takes forever to get the clean, get it clean. That's you know that's actually very unusual Hi, yes, because I have a, uh, oh, John, a John. John, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> He's excited about his grout situation. That's a very typical uh, problem. 
Yeah, because with grout the, on with floors, grass, especially. Yeah, exactly. You know, you really have to make sure when you're putting down your floor that as soon as that grout is dried and cured, you want to seal it immediately. And it does require a lot of upkeep to make sure that you do clean it. But if you do seal it, it can tend to stay cleaner. For now, since his really is a stain situation, I would say, you know, get a grout saw, take it up and start fresh and then seal it again. Yeah, because it's obviously something happened when the grout went down the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's amazingly how fast that can really get dirty. Yeah, and it's interesting because if you apply the sealer before it's fully cured, they might have reacted differently together. Maybe the um, adhesive in the sealer to that sits on the grout itself sort of reacted and caused it to discolor and didn't really get on as efficiently as it should have. John, hope that helps you out. Let's go to Colleen now with a window question. Hi, Colleen. Well, I wake up some mornings and when I'm opening my blinds, I'll notice that there's condensation around some of my windows, some mornings that's around all of my windows. Okay. Is that hmm. something I should worry about or is that just a simple change in temperature inside and outside? Well, I'm, I tell you, it's probably, if, if it's happening consistently like that, it sounds like it's actually a bad seal. Do you think it's not a moisture situation inside the house or differences in temp? No, it's more likely a bad seal in the, in the paint itself. And the reason that happens is because those rubber seals... Is it my favorite word? Swiggle? Yeah. yeah the swiggle actually <laughs> breaks down and it starts to deteriorate. And there's no repairing that. No, but you can actually replace those windows themselves. The actual windows mm -hmm. themselves can, can be replaced. You have to order those from a window contractor, mm -hmm. but they can... And that's just called the replacement window itself. Just the just the panes of it, just the actual Oh, interesting. Panes. Yep, it's all possible. 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We are broadcasting from the Life at 50 Plus event in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, and we've got some more great home improvement advice coming up, and you can actually be a big part of that because you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week here at the Money Pit at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, dial up safety when you install a water heater that will allow you to adjust the temperature of your shower instantly. We'll be back with more after this. Money Pit! Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. 
Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s style bungalow because there's pink paint in the back and. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3 in 1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts at AARP's Life at 50 Plus event. Yeah, that's right. We're here talking about helping your parents out, whether it's making them more comfortable and safer in their own home or making changes to your home so that you can invite them to move in with you. Whatever the situation, we can get your house ready. Now, here's some hot tips for saving money with your hot water. Yay, everybody loves to save money. A very good investment in your home might be a tankless water heater. These units have the ability to heat the water when you need it, and they can save you tons of energy dollars. You know, a traditional hot water heater wastes energy and money by keeping the water hot all the time. Tankless units don't do that because they are on-demand units. They only heat the water as you need it. Mm -hmm. It's really great. They're small. They can be installed just about anywhere. And as a great added bonus, you can very easily adjust the water heat settings. You know, it's perfect for households, especially with small children or elderly family members that are living there where you really have to worry about situations of scalding. And the latest units even have easy-to-use digital controls and even remote control options so that you can dial up the warmth or down, you know, however you need it when you're concerned about someone who's using the bath. And that is just one of many tips that you will find on the AARP website at aarp.org slash home design. Terrific resource for ideas to make your house safe and comfortable. Now let's get to the phones. We have on the line Mike from Lafayette, Georgia. Mike, I understand you're doing some work with a bathroom. How can we help you? Um, I have a powder room currently off of my laundry room on, the, I guess, the ground level. It's, uh, it's on like a concrete slab. I wanted to know what would be involved um, to try to convert that to either a three-quarter bath with a shower stall or a full bath with a uh, tub and a shower. All right, so right now you have a powder room, which means you have a drain. Toilet and a sink? No, you just, well, yeah, you would have a toilet, yeah, and, a toilet sink, and a sink. Right. So that means you're going to have the drains in the slab that you need, which is good. Now, all it is going to be a matter of when you add that shower is whether or not, A, you have the physical space for mm -hmm. it, um, and B, what it's going to take to get those drains connected. Well, and it's interesting, since it sort of is adjacent to or adjoining to the laundry room, you can actually open up that space and make it a larger bath slash laundry room. I know it seems kind of weird to have the two in the space, but it, it's an ease for the plumbing, actually. And if you add that shower, what you're going to want to do is make sure that you have a zero threshold on that shower so that it's very accessible regardless of age or physical physical condition. There's really no need to have a curved shower. If you're doing all this work, you might as well make it a very, very accessible bath at the same time, Mike. Hmm. Sounds like a good idea. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Let's go now to Jim from Toledo, Ohio. Got a question about a conversion. Jim, how can we help you? Hi, guys. Love your show. Um, I was recently visiting my in-laws out state, and uh, their home's in, in much more state of disrepair than I anticipated, and, and I don't have the time to do what they need. 
but how do I find somebody decent so that they're not going to get taken advantage of and the worst going to get done right at a, you know, a fair price? Uh, good question. Uh, finding a contractor is always a challenge. There's well, a it's number challenging of, regardless of where you yeah, live. Yeah, regardless of the project. There's a number of things that, that you can do. Um, first of all, obviously, you want to try to interview neighbors in that area for experience to see if you can ID some just by word of mouth. There's a better way to get a word of mouth recommendation, and that's through a website called Angie's List, sort of a social networking site where members actually report their experiences with contractors. And the site is set up so the contractors can't sort of stack can't the Can't just keep saying how fantastic yeah, they are. Yeah. Gee, I love me. You should hire <laughs> wow, me. Wow, this is the best plumber ever. But you know what, Jim, I think especially since it's your parents' home and you might want to make some changes that makes it a lot easier for them to enjoy and live there and use the space efficiently, if you go to AARP.com, you can find out there, is it AARP.org or com? Uh, it's AARP.org. .org. Sorry about that. If you go to AARP.org, you can go there for their CAPS program, which is the Certified Aging in Place Specialist. And these folks are contractors who are trained specifically on making adjustments to your home that'll be user-friendly for your in-laws. And being that they're of a certain age, I think you want to look into something like that. Great info, guys. Thanks, man. That's a program that they have with the NAHB, the National Association of Home mm -hmm. Builders. So the melding of two great organizations to train contractors in just this particular situation. Yeah, and you know you can trust the folks that you find there. 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We're going to welcome a special guest now, Eleanor Ginsler, who's the Director of Livable Communities for the AARP. All right. Well, you've probably heard the term the sandwich generation, and it doesn't mean that you love those tasty paninis. It's when you're in the middle of taking care of your kids and your parents or your in-laws, and it sounds a little negative, but it can be really beneficial to have your parents or your older relatives living with you or near you, built-in babysitters, folks. It was once very common for generations of the same family to live under one roof and it's getting popular again and thank goodness for it because they've got great stories to share and here to tell us more about it is Eleanor Ginsler, Director of Livable Communities for AARP. Welcome Eleanor. Thank you. Great to be here. Your data is constantly showing that people want to stay in their homes longer and longer and longer and that is really creating a huge market now for products and services to help them do that. Absolutely. Every time we talk to our members and the general public, anybody 50 years of age and older, they tell us they want to stay in their house for as long as they can. 89% um, the last time we did this survey, they want to stay where they wow. are for as long as they can. Well, I mean, it's hard enough to make friends and you enjoy your community and yeah. you like your home. You're cherishing your memories there. Absolutely. The house is where they have made their roots. Mm -hmm. And the community as well, because 86% tell us they want to stay in their neighborhood or community as well. So as you find this now, Eleanor, you're starting to see that the builders are sort of catching on, and when they construct homes, they are building accessibility into it, because I think that, you know, when people think of accessibility, they think that it means hospital-like, it means sterile, sure. but, you know, as we've seen from some of the homes that you guys have built that we've had a chance to tour, these homes can be just drop-dead gorgeous. I mean, Absolutely. what's having a wide archway, for example, mm -hmm. as opposed to a small doorway, really opens up a space. You're right. And the features that make this home helpful for people as they get older make this home helpful for everybody for everyone. of all ages and all abilities. If you have that doorway that opens wider than a normal doorway, make it 36 inches, not 24 inches, not only can somebody who might need help with a wheelchair, for example, get in that
that doorway, but your kid on rollerblades, your your hey, double no rollerblading in the house. Okay, okay, you're a good mom. You're a good mom. <laughs> or or moving that stroller in and out, that double wide stroller. Even or pieces of furniture. Absolutely, the big TV, the big oversized stuffed couch. It makes everything easier. And in you life. know, a lot of these features are things that you wouldn't even notice. They just inherently make your life easier. That is absolutely true. These are not things that make your house look like a hospital. These not at all. These are things that make your home lovely. The kinds of kitchens, if you want to upgrade your kitchen and give it that gourmet look that you have always wanted, don't just think about those granite countertops. Think about the heights of those countertops. Mm -hmm. And we saw um, countertops here in demonstration kitchens that were of multiple heights. We saw other innovations like microwave ovens that were not up on shelves. Built mounted, in as drawers. But Absolutely. built in almost as drawers, like below the counter yes. with your other oven, you know? Absolutely. Exactly. So you don't have to reach up and carry that heavy and now hot mm -hmm. a piece of Which food. Which potentially could fall on your head. Absolutely. I want to ask you about another trend that you guys are reporting, and that is sort of a, a renewal of the sandwich generation. Mm -hmm. Now. You, you say that this hasn't sort of skipped a couple of generations. What what do we do with our parents, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago? Do we ignore them or what? Well, <laughs> no, I, I think families have evolved over time without yeah. question. And But what has stayed constant actually is, is the the reality that we do care for our older family members mm -hmm. as they get older. And we actually happen to know from the research we've done there are 34 million people in the United States today taking care of an older relative who's who's 50 years of age or older. Mm -hmm. And for some of those people, living together is the solution. Well, and I think it's such a nice solution because you're getting a chance for all family members to really get to know one another on a level that has been sort of ignored for the past 20, 30 years. And there's really a wonderful wealth of history Absolutely. that you should know about. Yeah, you know, that, that multi-generational setting that was that was prevalent um, when, com when families were first coming to the United States mm -hmm. and, and getting their roots. Um, to some degree, that is the value that we've lost and maybe we're going to get back now. Some cultures have done this forever. Now, more and more in the United States, it's becoming well, the thing to do. I think from an economic standpoint as well, you've got two parents who are both working, taking care of a family. Mm -hmm. Financially, you would have to pay for a babysitter. To have your family in, you know they're well taken care of, you know they're provided for, and you know your kids are also taken care of. Yeah, and you can, as you said, share memories, share experiences. Get Grandparents can watch their grandchildren growing up and be part of that life. Mm -hmm. Eleanor, as folks consider making these improvements to their home, many of them could involve changes or, or impacts on zoning, for example. Mm -hmm. um, are you finding that the governments, the municipal governments that, that uh, oversee zoning, are becoming sensitive to this or becoming cooperative, for example? As far as like had, a guest cottage or well, something? Well, not so much that, but let's just consider something like your standard front porch that has, say, three steps that go up to it, and now you want to create a stepless entry. And to do that, perhaps you have to do a ramp off to the side, and maybe just that ramp would be a little bit too close to the property line. So now you have a zoning issue. Are you finding cooperation on those types of exceptions? I think we're going to see more and more of that as we go on. It's very interesting. Some people haven't thought that through whatsoever mm -hmm. and haven't realized that some of the basic barriers to doing this are not the geographic barriers, they're not the physical barriers. They're sometimes the zoning and regulatory barriers. For the communities. For, so we absolutely want the communities to be able to meet the needs of families of all ages. And we actually wanted AARP to make those changes regulatory-wise so that people can build houses houses on property without steps. People can build accessory dwelling units, otherwise mm -hmm. sometimes known as that granny flat, yeah. that small <laughs> little cottage on your property where you can have that multi-generational experience and give your older family member that independence of their own place. Because I think it's so place. important. You know, you're taking a family member who's so used to being fully independent and having lived a full life and they're proud and mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're relegating them to the small room. Yeah, and yeah, we, we have to be real careful when we think it is a good idea for mom and dad 
come and live with you. Don't just assume that that junior's room can be mm -hmm. just completely... And sharing the bathroom right. with the grandkids. Right, you really exactly. have to talk all that through amongst the, your older parents as well as the rest of your family. Maybe junior doesn't want to move out of his room, and maybe there are some other solutions you're going to have to do. And you have to look at that house and say, is my house going to meet the needs? Mm -hmm. And your website is a great resource for that, aarp.org slash home design. It's nice that you took all of these home improvement tips that are related to accessible design and inclusive design and have them in one place Thank for consumers. You. Thank you. That's what it's there for. We're glad you like it. Eleanor Ginsler, Director of Livable Communities for the AARP. Thanks for stopping by the Money Pit and thanks for your advocacy of, of accessible, attractive designed homes. Yay, inclusive design. All right, folks, give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We are ready to answer your question. And if we do it live on the air, you could win a Mighty Light blower vac from HomeLight. It's worth $99, and it has an easy start roto choke design and uses 20% less gas than its predecessors, which is great considering the cost of gas these days. And the mulcher compacts the equivalent of 12 bags of leaves into one bag of mulch. So give us a call now at 888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win. 888-666-397. Let's go to New York City to talk to Suzanne listening on WABC. Hi, Suzanne. Oh, it's Kathy. Sorry, Kathy, how can we help you? Hi, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, about 30 years ago, uh, we had ceramic tiles installed inside our house, uh, and we had some extras, so we wanted to use them on the steps. And the guy built a frame and put the step, the ceramic tile inside. They've lasted beautifully for 30 years. One has cracked, and we just want to upgrade anyway and update. So um, the question is, I've been told that porcelain tile now is better than ceramic, and people said that we've just been very lucky over the 30 years to have no problems. Can you give me opinions on how we can uh, either change these tiles, how they should be properly done, and some new options other than carpet or tile for steps? Okay, a couple of things come to mind. First of all, I think in terms of hardness, porcelain and ceramic are going to be pretty much equal. But mm -hmm. what you have to be concerned about when you use tile is the slip resistance of yeah, the surface. Yeah, you really need to make sure that the slip rating um, is regulated for flooring. Because if you choose the wrong flooring choice and it's not got the proper slip relation, you're going to fall down really easily. So you want to make sure that the tiles you choose are proper for flooring. And people at your home center can point out to you which tiles are regulated for that. Now, in terms of uh, other materials for these mm -hmm. steps, you say they have a frame, so it's so something that actually is inset into it. Wooden frame on top of the uh, on top of the old step. Well, I mean, with the frame, you could really insert anything in there. You could use engineered flooring, which mm -hmm. might look really cool. There's engineered hardwoods, which are an actual sort of layer of hardwood veneer on top of something that's similar to plywood. There's also laminate choices, which is a very economic de uh, decision to make. And there's a lot of options you can go for, ones that look like wood, ones that look like natural stone surfaces, even ones that look like brick. So your options are really endless as far as if you go with a laminate. Sounds like you had a really good contractor there, Kathy, and uh, it's great that those steps lasted you 30 years. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show broadcasting live from the Life at 50 Plus AARP member event in Boston, Massachusetts. Up next, checking your house for problem areas before winter might seem like a nuisance, but spending a little time to ensure your home is weatherproof from the snow, ice, and frozen rain is worth the time, the money, and the headaches you might have with an unexpected repair. We'll tell you what to look for next. Good 
homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show coming to you directly from the floor of the AARP Life at 50 Plus event in Boston. Everyone is here. Who have we seen? Kirk and Michael Douglas. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, that was a great show last night. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary honey, Clinton. Honey, I'm really working. Don't listen to what you hear on the radio. Yeah. Fantasy. <laughs> Joan good. Rivers is here. Rod Stewart's coming tonight, and it's Hot amazing. Legs. But we are here amongst all of this other talent to give you advice and info on what you need to know to help your parents out. Maybe you want to help them make their home more comfortable. Maybe they're moving in with you. Whatever the scenario, we are here to help. The number is 888-MONEY-PIT. Yeah, and you might want to start by making sure your home is ready for ice, snow, and frozen rains of the winter season. It is right around the corner, folks. And this can help out any homeowner at any age. You should really create an inspection checklist that's customized specifically for your home's needs and then follow it every year. If you head to moneypit.com, you can find a seasonal and monthly maintenance guide to help you get started. And there's a lot of info there. And while we can't list everything you need to check to make sure your home is properly weatherproofed right now, we do have some basics for you to get a head start on it. First, you want to drain and shut off your sprinkler system and any other exterior water lines to avoid frozen and broken pipes. It can be in a very expensive mess. Then you want to make sure that you leave the tap slightly open and insulate exterior spigots and pipes that can't be drained or shut off but are subject to freezing temperatures. Yeah, good ideas. And also make sure you check those flashings around the dormers, the vent pipes, the chimneys, or anything else that comes through your roof. This is where roofs leak. They seldom leak in the in shingles the themselves. They yeah. leak at the flashing points. You can use something like Grace Roof Detail membrane, which is one of these high-tech flexible flashings that really seal nicely around all of that area. You also want to clean your gutters. You know, if the gutters get clogged, the water backs up, and that can actually end up as a roof leak as well oh, as yeah. an ice dam. And you also want to trim trees and remove the dead branches. The ice, the snow, and the wind could also cause weak tranches or branches to actually fall onto your house. If you want more information with uh, ideas on how to winterize your home, there's a great website we can send you to. And then it's graceathome.com. It's graceathome.com. All right. Well, if you've got a question about your roof, then give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Not only are we going to answer your home improvement question on the air, but one caller that we talked to today is going to win a home light blower vac. It's worth $99, and this is the perfect prize for your fall. For your fall oh, my God, my Long Island accent <laughs> came out there. I'm so sorry. For your fall leaf cleaning. Up. It has an easy start roto choke design and uses 20% less gas than its predecessors. It's lightweight, so it's really easy to use. Just give us a call at 888 Pit for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Up next, Karen from Matawan has a question on converting a, uh, a garage into an efficiency unit. Hey, Karen, how can we help you? Hi, I need some extra living space. I may have some family members move in, and I really can't change the footprint of my house, and I was thinking about the garage, and I'm not sure how to go about it, especially with the garage door there. That doesn't really seem very uh, weatherproof. How do I that. Well, you know, I got to tell you, in the 20 years I spent as a professional home inspector, I saw a lot of botched garage mm -hmm. conversions. I mean, obviously, it's a natural because you do have the space there. Most garages it's already are existing. They're 20 by 20, so mm -hmm. they're plenty nice big size. enough. Um, but what you're going to need to do is you're going to have to do a conversion to the exterior wall. That's a good place to start. That makes it look like there was never a garage there in the first the place, Karen. So you have to remove the door. You have to build the foundation up so it's level with the other foundation on, on opposite sides of the garage. Then you have to frame a wall from there up to the roof and you have to side it. So now we've we've completely sealed in the exterior building envelope to make it look like the regular house. The other thing is, remember, you're going to have a, a driveway and apron that goes up there. So mm -hmm. you don't want to cut that back a few feet so you can still have a parking area.
area, but then landscape against in it. In front of it. We don't want it to look like it ever used to have a garage. Nor do you want to encourage family members to drive into said efficiency apartment. That would be a bad idea. You know, is this a good situation to bring in an architect, especially since you're going to have to deal with towns and zoning laws to make sure that you can convert this to living space? Well, it's certainly a good idea. I mean, if it's a separate apartment, that's when you sort of get into the... Uh, mm -hmm. Plus, the, you've got to bring plumbing into there. Well, yeah, but in terms of the uh, zoning issues, it's a separate apartment. It could violate an existing zoning law, so mm -hmm. it's definitely something to check out. But in terms of the mechanical systems, that's your next uh, challenge, Karen. you got to make sure you can get water in there if you want to have a bathroom and, and you want to check where the drains are. The positioning of all that is going to make a difference. There is one option. If it turns out that your drain lines are above the garage floor, you can put in a lift pump, which kind of looks like a sealed sump pump. It's mm -hmm. vented, and it's designed to grind up the waste and lift it and then let it go with gravity flow down the pipe. Hope that helps you out. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Who's next? Now we've got Albert from Brooklyn, New York, who's writing. Albert, welcome to the Money Pit. Good morning. Hi there. What can we do for you? I have a bathroom wall light, and I come to find out that there was no support to keep the light into the wall. Now I have a light switch, the box, and the switch is hanging out of the wall. I went behind it. There's nothing to really connect it to other than a wooden wall, which is really like I have to connect the um, box to the wall itself as opposed to around it. There's no surrounding. Okay. Um, is, this, is this a drywall? Is this a sheetrock yeah. wall? Okay. So well, the wall behind it is not drywall, but the surrounding wall around the edge. Right, so basically you have a hole in drywall with nothing behind it to attach the box to. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, there is a type of electrical box that has a clip built into it, and basically you insert the box into the wall, you twist the clips, and it, and it actually sort of clamps mm -hmm. the box into the wall. It's got like teeth on the side that sort of bites into the Yeah, you the just supports. don't have the right kind of electric box, Albert. You ought to be able to pick one up at a hardware store or a home center. It has a clamp built into it, and that will solve this problem. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. All right, next up we've got Joe from Clearwater, Florida. Welcome, Joe. You've got an air conditioning situation? I most certainly do. How are you guys doing today? Excellent. Yes, um, I had a, a drain get clogged on my air conditioner, and, of course, it backed up into one of the bedrooms and flooded out the entire carpet. Um, I was able to rectify the situation, but my... My question is, is how do I keep that from happening? Apparently, that slime builds up pretty quick. Well, generally not. I mean, if your drain line is about a one-inch PVC line, it shouldn't be built up. Typically, what happens in my experience is I've seen uh, dust get in there. I've seen labels that fall off of units get mm -hmm. in there. And actually, what about I've saw a thin piece of paper, an, in, an insect. But generally, it's not something you have to worry about. I mean, typically, it's going to work perfectly for a long time. So if you clean this up, I wouldn't be too nervous. I would gain your confidence back about this because i got to tell you, if it's done right, it's very unlikely it'll happen again. Well, that's good to know because <laughs> that made a real big mess. <laughs> yeah, I bet it did. Joe, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, we've got more great home improvement tips and advice coming up after the break. But first, there are lots of things that you can do right now to make life easier for you for years to come. And there are lots of retailers out there willing to help. Up next, find out what major home improvement retailers are doing to cater to the needs of baby boomers. Money pit. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. 
To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Hello, I'm Rob Petterkevich, Executive Director of the American Society of Home Inspectors. Homeownership rates in the United States are at an all-time high, but did you know the average cost of a home is now more than $260,000? If you're in the process of buying or selling a home, then you know how overwhelming this experience can be. It's also one of the biggest financial investments you'll ever make. So it's important to have your home thoroughly inspected by a qualified professional before you make your final purchase decision. In addition to checking for structural problems, the inspection should cover all the important systems as well. And an inspection is not just for prospective buyers. It's a good idea to have your home inspected before you put it up for sale. Older homes should be inspected every 10 years. New homes, as well as townhouses and condominiums, should be carefully examined too. This can help protect your investment and prevent potential problems. For more information, please visit ashy.org. A public service message from the American Society of Home Inspectors. AARP is proud to sponsor The Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash home design to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We're broadcasting a special edition of the Money Pit today from Boston and taking part in a huge event put on by the folks at AARP called Life at 50 Plus. There's lots of stuff going on geared towards Americans as they approach their golden age. But we're here to focus on how you can help make your parents safer and comfortable in the homes that they live in now and perhaps get your own house ready to do just that and be there for years to come. Yeah, ooh, we've got our phone line ringing. Hey, we've got Lori from East Windsor, New Jersey, who's asking about a deck conversion. Hey, Lori, welcome. Hi. Hi. What can we help you with? Well, we had, when we bought this house, a redwood deck that had a, a cathedral ceiling on but It was open redwood deck. But with my coming of the first grandchild several years ago, we wanted to close the room in so I could have a storage room for some toys. But when we closed it in with just thinking one child and a few toys, we now have ten grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. And, <laughs> and a lot of toys. And we now the room to be a room. So the redwood floor has since deteriorated. We put a concrete floor in. But it, okay. still, has the, it still has the pitch, the cathedral ceiling. That's a real roof. And it has, we wrapped it in walls. Uh, um, but the question is, how do I heat and air condition a 16 by 16 room? on a concrete slab. Hmm. Uh, a couple of things that you can do there. How is your house heated now? Um, forced air, hot water, what is it? We have forced air. You have forced air. Okay, forced so, air 
So the first question I would have would be for your HVAC contractor to find out if you can extend your ducts into that room. You have to not only extend the duct, but also a return duct because a room like that is going to be difficult to heat and cool because it totally stands outside mm -hmm. of the building envelope. And so you have to get supply and return air there. Now, if that's not possible, what I would suggest you do in this situation is add electric resistance heat because you're probably not going to uh, use it full time. And this way you can turn it on when you need it. If you want something that's a more permanent solution, the third thing that you could do is you could put a through-the-wall heat pump in. It's kind of like the same sort of heating system that you see when you go into a hotel room that's mounted under the window, and that can supply warm air and cold air, and it's electric fired. It's electric Let me power, write this down. Oh, through, the wall, through the wall heat pump. It's electrically operated, and this way you don't have to worry about utility lines, and that's a good way to take care of that. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, we've got a great guest standing by, but first let me explain a little bit about it. You know, retailers out there are getting in on the act of making sure that folks in your home are living safer in their conditions there and that really adapting the homes for all ages and all ability levels. And the retailers are really seeing this and providing services and products that are aimed at comfort, security, and safety. And here to tell us more about that, we've got Pat Wilkinson, who's a senior director for the Home Depot. Welcome, Pat. Thanks very much. So you've actually constructed an entire house inside this exhibit hall. It's a pretty impressive feat. Thanks very much. Yes, we have. We uh, What we're trying to do is showcase the products and services that the Home Depot has that make homes accessible, not just for the 50-plus generation, you know, our parents, uh, but for people with handicaps. Frankly, an accessible house is a much more comfortable house mm -hmm. for anybody, And it's a very us. attractive house. So let's go room by room. Right. Give us a couple of tips for the kitchens. I noticed that the handles are a little bit different on those cabinets. Yeah, the handles are, uh, are easy lever access handles, so that uh, it's easy to get cupboards open. Once you do get those cupboards open, one of the uh, things that we're putting in many kitchens these days are shelves that actually pull Slide out. Slide out. Absolutely and easy. And drop for, down, too. Exactly. Yeah. Easy for people to access things in the back of cupboards and make them much more accessible. Uh, from a faucet standpoint, the uh, single lever faucets are very, very popular. Easy to get the water on and off. Mm -hmm. um, put and available in a ton of different finishes. It used to just Great. be shiny, shiny chrome. And, now everything. And super stylish. Um, you know, frankly, I've got them in my kitchen because mm -hmm. they look fabulous. Um, temperature regulators are a big, big thing that people need to put on their faucets as well to make sure that you now don't do get they burned work? in hot water. What they do is they control the temperature of the hot water. As so it comes out of the faucet absolutely. itself? Is that like a replacement for the aerator? No, no. It actually goes into the uh, the water line itself. Oh, okay. um, so that's where the temperature is controlled there. So, and so it's another it. point of control besides the water heater itself. Absolutely. That's a good safety feature. Yeah, it absolutely is. One of the other things that we're seeing in kitchens increasingly, uh, and, and a lot of people are actually asking us about in the booth here is mounting dishwashers 8 to 12 inches off the floor. So much, you're not bending down so much. Absolutely. Much easier to get your things in and out of the dishwasher. So now, have the manufacturers made smaller dishwashers to accommodate that space adjustment or is it simply just adjusting their legs? How does that work? Uh, what they're doing is they're actually uh, popping them up so that you actually get a higher work surface on mm. your counter as oh, well. interesting. Which, especially for men. You know, many men still struggle with countertop. So there's a nice, it's nice to have a slightly higher countertop for men to be doing food prep at. That's now, excellent. Pat, is amazing your retailer, are you finding that you're getting good cooperation from the manufacturers on, is there a good supply of, of accessible, attractive products out there? Absolutely there is, and they're working with us all the time on creating those things. Uh, they really do look for um, for enhancements to their products that make things a little bit easier for customers to use. Um, most of the, uh, the appliance manufacturers these days are absolutely taking that into account. Uh, you know, the double door uh, uh, refrigerators, right. uh, the easy access refrigerator so you don't actually have to open the door. Um, you know, those 
have some real benefits for an aging population as well in terms of their energy savings, which is great. Uh, it really reduces the, the monthly cost of energy uh, for homeowners. How about some tips for the bathroom? Uh, bathroom is a great area. Um, I think one of the biggest tips we uh, recommend to people is putting in non-slip flooring mm, in you bathrooms. You have to. Absolutely you do. Um, the other really, um, you know, as you get older, um, injuries from falls is a very right. big element. Mm -hmm. And what we uh, encourage people to do is to put in zero clearance showers right. in, in the bathroom. Yeah, we were so just talking about that. There's, no that. Real, there's really no point to have that ledge anymore. We can drain a tub. We can drain a bathroom without having that ledge to lift, lift legs over. Absolutely. And, and again, if you look at the, uh, the design, uh, uh, the great design aspect, you know, having the one tile floor um, is, is the, mm -hmm. what we it's call the wet clean. bathroom is very clean, very fashionable. Uh, it's a great look and it's super safe. Pat Wilkinson from the Home Depot. Thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. All of those products available on stores now. Thanks for having me. This Thanks, is Pat. the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show broadcasting from the Life at 50 Plus member event in sponsored by AARP in Boston. Learning ways to make your home safer, accessible, and attractive. Back with more after this. Money Pit. To the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are broadcasting a special edition of the Money Pit today. We are on a road trip. We're up in Boston, the site of AARP's Life at 50 Plus event. It's a huge gathering of experts, entertainers, you name it, teaching, learning, sharing, everything about the things that you need to know when you get older, 50 plus, 60 plus. Mm -hmm. Making your house safer and accessible is what we're here to talk about. If you have a question, Call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. All right, we've got one on the line now. Jean, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we help you with? Well, hi. Um, I have a um, concrete decking around a swimming pool. It's probably about um, 17 years old, I would, 15, 17 years old. And it's quite rough. Plus, it also has some, um, and, you know, the roughness bothers me also because my nephews come and they run and they... You know, cut their feet. When you say roughness, is it as if you see the aggregate poking through the top layer? It's almost worn away? Um, which is, uh, no, I think it was kind of like that from the beginning. Okay. Um, and, but, and it also has some cracks in it. So I can see where it's cracking. Um, it, it's, you know, it's built in different sections, like pie shapes. And, um, but I can see there are some cracks, some um, becoming more so than others. I was wondering, my husband seemed to think that there was a way that we could fill the cracks and um, and then grind down all of the... Um, that sounds well, like a big a, project. That's a boatload of work. <laughs> Gene, there's two things that you can do here. Um, one is obviously to replace it. The second thing is that you can use a resurfacing material that's epoxy-based. Even around a pool? I think so, yeah. You're going to get good adhesion. You're going to have to make sure that the old surface is clean, but you can't grind things down and put more concrete on top of that. It won't stick. You have to use an epoxy resurfacing material. Um, Abocast. Abocast. Abocast is, is a manufacturer that makes these. Um, A-B-O-C-A-S-T. You can find information on the web. Uh, there's all sorts of surfacing materials available that are going to give you good adhesion. The key here is that adhesion. If it's not applied properly, if it doesn't stick, 
then it's going to deteriorate and fall off. Yeah, you can't just go and put new concrete on top of the old because it's not going to stick at all. And with the abocrete, or the abocast rather, when you put that on top, make sure that you get one that's not super smooth and super shiny, especially around the pool with young kids. You don't want people slipping and sliding and accidentally falling into the pool. So really make sure that you do put some sort of abrasive surface on there so that people can keep a good foothold as they're walking around the property. You may actually be able to tint that so you can have some color built mm -hmm. into it and you know, as if well. If you do go with a brand new concrete surface, think about having the concrete stamped because you can have it stamped and acid stained and tinted to make it actually look like brick tile or pavers or slate. And it's a nice solution because the cost is inexpensive because it's concrete, but it looks superb. Gene, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You can pick up the phone and dial that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If we are not on the air, we will call you back the next time we are. Or you can go to our website at moneypit.com and shoot us an email. All right, we've got one here from Lee in Danville, California, who writes, I'm trying to improve the appearance of my driveway. How do I remove rust stains and, more importantly, oil that has permeated the concrete? I've tried many things, but nothing's working. Have you tried fixing the car, Lee? <laughs> that would be the first place to start. But assuming the car has been repaired, a good way to pull oil stains out of driveway is making a paste out of TSP. That's tri-sodium phosphate, available in the paint aisle yeah. of hardware stores and home it's centers. It's by all of those, like, lacquer thinners. Yeah. and those fast dryers. Put the paste on, it'll draw it right out. Who's next? All right, we've got Olivia in Los Angeles who writes, I have a two-year-old garbage disposal and it does not grind the food that falls into it. Seems to be jammed. Can I fix it myself? Uh, you you might be able to. On the bottom of the garbage disposal, there is, uh, looks like a socket. Mm -hmm. And you put an Allen key in there, you can wiggle it back and forth. That will break a jam free. My, oh, interesting. Yeah, my kids uh, flushed the stones from the uh, fish tank down there. <laughs> so I recently had to try that out. <laughs> Luckily, it's Thank not the fish. Thank you so much for being a part of the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thanks to the folks at AARP for sponsoring this broadcast from the Life at 50 Plus event in Boston, Massachusetts. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at moneypit.com. And by calling us 1-888-MONEYPIT. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.